Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to MGP 445. I'm Kevin. With me this week, there's it's only Anna and Pab. It's the dream world. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. No sheepdog. No, everybody's on parade. Yay! No sheepdog. Huzzah! <laughs> it's what a time to be alive. Um, sorry, there was no podcast last week, boys and girls. We uh, we did plan to record one down at egx last week was egx weekend we did plan to record while we were down there i even carried all of the kit down with me in my backpack i had i had microphones and cables and an audio interface and all sorts of nonsense like that and we just we'll get on to the story of egx shortly but we just kind of got down there and it got to the saturday night and we were just like this is our only opportunity to record really and we couldn't really be bothered it was (laughs) it was a long tiring weekend so no podcast last week. I think we can safely announce at this point because it's Comic-Con next weekend and we've got the same long weekend down in London. Realistically, there's probably not going to be a show next week either. If you get one, consider it a happy, happy bonus. So we'll probably be back in two weeks' time. I'll warn you of that now. It's convention season. Nothing oh, can be done about it. Sorry. You're right, Anna. Yeah, my phone decided to start making noise. <laughs> thought, you, thought you just realised it was convention season. No, 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 no. No convention season no, no, for me. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sheepdog's not here this week because he, I mean, I don't know how his wife puts up with him. He was at EGX last weekend, so he's down in London last weekend. He's down in London with us again next weekend, and he's currently on holiday with his mates. So three weekends in a row, he's left his wife and children at home and just gone off gallivanting with his buddies. How on earth does he get away with that? I wouldn't get away with that, would I, Anna? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind. Are you there? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't, I'm assuming your audacity picked that up. I didn't hear your response, but I assume I said it was, yes, I no, would be ca- fine. Oh, you're a liar. Oh, I, you are a liar. As long as, <laughs> as, long as Dave didn't eat the bread, I'd be fine. 
that's a reference to a previous trip when <laughs> me and Anna had a row while I was on the train, a text argument with her saying, I asked you to get one thing. All I wanted was a baguette. And I'm like, I got you the baguette. I just want Oh, and she called me all the names under the sun for not leaving her with the baguette she wanted for the weekend. And we ended up getting in a hump with each other and not really texting back and forth. For, I was thinking I was away for the weekend at a football manager thing. And we didn't really text much that weekend because she was in a grumpy with me. And I was like, well, I, I did it. I did what she asked. I don't know what she's in a mood about. We got home and I found the packaging from a baguette in Dave's bed. So obviously he'd had the entire <laughs> loaf off of the kitchen counter, eaten the whole thing and hidden the packaging in his bed. And we'd had this row about it because she thought I hadn't bothered to get the one thing she asked for. And I'm like, but I did. And found the evidence in Dave's bed. So, yeah, I would obviously get you your bread. I bet Sheepdog didn't get Mrs. Sheepdog any bread because as we learned last weekend, we always knew he was an idiot. But my word, did he reach new levels of stupidity last weekend? It was spectacular. I I almost feel like I want to just ring him up and get him on the show so that he can have an opportunity to defend himself. <laughs> but ultimately, it is indefensible. So the plan that we had for EGX last weekend because i'm basically an excitable toddler when it comes to conventions mm -hmm. me and anna were going down as early as we possibly could so i would have been down there thursday 10 a.m when the convention opened if anna would have let me but ultimately i managed to convince her that we should we should travel down on friday so i spent my friday driving all over the place um drove up to nottingham to fetch short stay got him back here to look after uh, the sproglet got piled anna into the car and we drove down to London Friday afternoon, checked into our hotel about four o'clock, had, had a lovely evening. We went into the convention for an hour or so. We'll get onto that in a little <laughs> bit. Um, but we had about an hour or so in the convention. We went and ate some lobster because we're proper fancy now, aren't we, Anna? We are. Um, there was half-price lobster. Half-price lobster in a shopping centre. That's when you know you're living like a king. Uh, but we, we were down there on a Friday night, so we were nice and comfortable, slept in the hotel, uh, lovely night's sleep. Nobody was kept up by anybody else snoring. Pardon? And um, what? I ended Nothing. up in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, Anna slept on the bathroom floor because I was snoring. Uh, but officially, party line is we had a lovely night's sleep and Sheepdog and Pab were travelling down on the Saturday morning to meet us. So you got yourself up at 5.30 in the morning, didn't you, Pab? Yes, I did. Got, got yourself on your train like a good little boy. Mm -hmm. Yep. And headed... To, what station did you come into? Houston. Came into Houston on time, texting us all the time. I'm in Houston. I'm just waiting for the fast train over to Stratford. I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm stood outside the hotel now. <laughs> so I wandered down to meet you. And while this is going on, I'm also... I'm simultaneously getting messages from Sheepdog, who was driving down from Peterborough, um, to park at the hotel. I'm getting the getting messages from him saying, "Which I, I'm nearby, which car park do I need to go in? And I was like, well, it, it doesn't really matter. They're all kind of signposted once you get inside. Just aim for the end near the hotel. It's late. The Premier Inn is labelled once you get in there, whichever car park you're in. Um, which floor are you on? Oh I, think on I, th I think I'm on level two, but it doesn't really matter. There's a lift in there. Just park near the lift. And he's like, I'm on floor minus one. Is that right? <laughs> and I, I replied again, well, as previously stated, the floor doesn't really matter. I'm not sure there is a minus one, but if you're on it, I believe that it's there. Um, I'm not seeing any signs for the Premier Inn. Where am I supposed to go? 
well, just park near the lift and figure it out. It's it's not it's it's a big shopping centre, but it's not that complicated. And this this is constant at this point. While I'm also trying to work out how far Pab is, so I need to get down in our hotel at the right time because the lifts are broken in the hotel. So it was like a twenty minute ordeal to get down from the eighth yep. floor of the hotel. So I had to give myself time. Basically, as Pab's getting on the train from St Pancras a six minute train i'm thinking right as he gets on that train i need to be heading to the lift because it's going to take me that long to get down to him uh but sheepdogs there going all right i really can't find any signs for premier in there's there's john lewis there's debenhams whatever else he was listing like, right john lewis HMV. john lewis is spot on well we'll get to hmv mm-hmm. there's no hmv signs in the car park uh, but John Lewis, right, I know where John Lewis is. Park near John Lewis. John Lewis is at the same end of Westfield Stratford as our hotel. If you park near there and come out of that part of the car park, <laughs> you'll recognise it. We've been there plenty of times before. You'll recognise it. You'll be able to find the hotel from there. So he parked near John Lewis and then went quiet for a few minutes while I'm getting the lift down to meet Pab. And then probably five or ten minutes later by this point me and pab are together stood outside the hotel just chewing the fat being cool dudes Mm -hmm. thinking well there's no point in us heading up and then coming back down for him he's in the car park we'll just give him a minute and another message comes through to our group chat saying i'm outside hmv i don't this doesn't seem right and me and pab are looking at each other there isn't h have you ever seen a hmv here i've never seen a hmv here and um (laughs) <laughs> well, I was just, well, the reply is kind of we don't know where HMV is, Sheepdog. Are you are you sure you've gone the right way? Are you sure you're in the white pl- in the, in the right place? And then silence again for a few minutes, and and then the next thing I'm trying to keep a straight face as I tell it. The next <laughs> thing we get through is I've just put the hotel postcode into my phone and it says I'm an hour away. I don't know what's gone wrong. And immediately at that point, we're like, he's gone to the wrong Westfield, hasn't he? He's gone to Westfield Mm -hmm. at Shepherd's Bush over the other side of London, the original Westfield, which although it's only like 10 miles away from Stratford, in London traffic is about an hour away. So we tentatively suggested to him that he might be in the wrong hotel, might be in in the wrong shopping centre. And... um, at this point, he just loses his mind. <laughs> he real, he real, he understands what he's done. He realizes what he's done. We then get a panicked message a few minutes later. I can't find my car. I don't know where my car is. <laughs> so, so, so I'm the, how how? Firstly, how have you lost your car? You were in it five minutes ago, and if you look back in the in the conversation, you parked on floor minus one near the lift near John Lewis. We talked about it inexplicably to great length, um, and then he was just like, oh. I can't believe this. I think I'm just going to go home. And then that, that that was the last thing we heard. I'm just going to go home. And then we heard nothing. So me and Pab went up to the hotel room, chucked Pab's stuff in there, fetched Anna. Um, we started wandering around the shopping centre, trying to work out what we were going to do, knowing that he's an hour away if he's coming to us, mm-hmm. or we won't hear from him for two hours if he's gone home, because it's a two-hour drive back to Peterborough. Um, so we went and got some breakfast at Pret, and yes. uh, we had a lovely acai bowl, didn't we, Anna? It was yeah, delicious. It was lovely. We now are acai bowl converts. We need to find a way to get them cheaper than Pret. Um, I almost signed up for a £20 a month coffee subscription because <laughs> it was confusing. It was misleading. 
um, and we ate our breakfast. We were, it, it, we'd been a while. It probably, by this point, bearing in mind, you got into Houston at what, 9.30? Uh, it was about, yeah, just gone 9.30, yeah. It was probably about 11.30 by now. And we'd finished our breakfast. Mm-hmm. We were having a little mooch around the shopping centre. There's batting cages next door to this prep. And we were having a look in the window over there. And all of a sudden, my phone rings. Your phone and, never rings. Uh, it's Sheepdog. And he <laughs> hasn't rung me for about eight years. We never speak on the phone. The only time we speak to each other is on this podcast or in person. And I was going to just let it go to voicemail because I usually do. I don't like to answer my phone, but I thought, no, there's an opportunity to mess with him here. He's he's wound up. He's worked up. I can I can I can finish him here, and um, I couldn't go through with it. I was cheerful and nice to answer the phone, and he doesn't start with any information that we need. He start he opens this phone call with, "I'm outside a classic football shirt shop." You're what? I'm sat in traffic looking at a shop that sells classic football shirts. You could, you should come and have a look at it. Are you coming here, sheepdog? Or are you going home? What's happening here? Oh, yeah, I've calmed down now. I've rung Kirsty. I've rung my dad. I've rung my mates. And, uh, yeah, everyone's had a laugh at me and calmed me down a little bit. And I'm about 20 minutes away on the sat-nav. I'll be there in a little while. I am coming to you. And eventually, he makes it over to the hotel. About 12 o'clock, when he was due to be in for 10, he's gone two hours out of his way by going to the wrong Westfield. And the thing that makes it utterly perfect for me, and I don't know how much, if any of this has gone into the last couple of podcasts, but for the last few weeks, I have been relentlessly mocking him for his reliance on sat-nav because when we were planning the trip, uh, we were talking about what route we were going to take down there. And I was like, well, um, we'll, we're going to drive on the same roads most of the way. We both need to get the M11 down into East London. And then you're pretty much there. It's really easy because he'd never driven to the hotel before. He's always gone with me. But now we live further away. We had to come separately. And he wasn't completely sure. And I was like, it's really easy. Just straight down the M11. And he's constantly like, I don't need to know what road it is. I don't need to know. And mocking me for being an old man. You caveman, you old man. You don't need to know the roads. You're just like my dad. He knows all the roads. You you tell him where you're going. And he asks you what roads you took. And... He just, he's been mocking me about that. And I've been trying to hammer the point home to him that it's quite handy knowing what roads you should be taking, or at least vaguely what roads are in what vague direction. So if your sat nav messes up, you at least know that it's messing up. But if anyone has got a map to hand or wants to have a look on their Google Maps on their phone to see just what a bull's up he's done here, he's managed to go from Peterborough to West London. You ain't going down the M11 to get there, the road that we discussed the week before. He hasn't gone anywhere near the M11. <laughs> Looking at the route he's taken, he hasn't even gone down the next road along, which is the A1. I could sort of understand coming out of Peter and just heading straight down the A1 and round the M25 a bit to get to Stratford. I can just kind of get that because the A1 is the road that runs past Peterborough to get to the M11. You have to go down a bit across the A14, down the M11 at Cambridge. I get it. It's simpler to do the A1, even though it takes a little bit longer. But he's not even gone that way. He said, I did, I went via Black Cat. Black Cat is a roundabout where you're partway down the A1. You go to the Black Cat roundabout, which turns off towards Bedford. So he's gone down the A1 a bit and then turned off past Bedford, gone round the back of Milton Keynes and hooked up with the M1, 
which is two motorways away from where he should be, and come down the M1 into West London and into original Stratford, uh, original Westfield, sorry, that way. If he had any concept at all of where these roads were, what direction they ran in, and whether or not he should be driving past Milton Keynes, <laughs> he would have questioned what had gone on. But all he's done in true sheepdog style is he's got in his car on Saturday morning, typed Westfield, and just clicked yes on the first one that's come up and done no further explanation. And to me, it was just perfect you know what he still is trying to convince me he doesn't need to know motorways my, my favorite thing my favorite two messages over the weekend uh sheepdog's message there's two westfields <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that one and anna's response to when you told anna what <laughs> sheepdog had done oh <laughs> she it, just put <laughs> yeah. in the chat yeah that, that was, was brilliant. uh yeah. The two Westfield things as well. He swears <laughs> blind that this never happened. But two years ago, they had a Pokemon shop at the Shepherd's Bush one, the one that he ended up at. And we were all down at Comic-Con together the week this Pokemon shop opened. Mm-hmm. And we talked quite a lot about whether or not we would go over to the other Westfield to go to the Pokemon shop. And he is, I mean, to quote him, he said, I would have just come here for that. As in, go to Stratford, the one that we were at when we were talking to him about it. So, despite being with us for an entire weekend, where we constantly talked about going to the other West, the other Westfield, which is an hour away, that never clocked, that never registered. He thought the Pokemon shop was in the building we were in, but for some reason, we never went to it. Despite the fact he loves Pokemon, we never even walked past the queue, and he's he's adamant that never happened. But the three of us remember it. We know. That Pokemon shop was there. We know we talked about going over to it. And we know we decided not to bother because the reports were the queues were really big and it wasn't worth traveling for an hour. But yeah, he is. He, I, I mean, we're doing the same routes again this week. We're going down on the Friday again. You two are coming down on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it might just be the most perfect thing in history if it happens again. And part of me thinks it probably can because I think he'll get in his car on a Saturday morning again and he'll type in Westfield again and he'll just go to the first one. Because even on the way home, this is the thing I don't think we've told you, Pabby. Mm-hmm. On the way home, Sheepdog left before us um, <laughs> and we stopped to we stopped to have a bite to eat on the way home. We stopped at Cambridge Services yeah. to grab some tea. Um, and I sent him a message when we were at Cambridge Services just asking him how he was getting on, where he was, and we didn't get a reply. So I assumed he'd just not stopped and was still driving. So I sent him a message again when we got home um, and still wasn't getting a reply from him. And about 45 minutes after we got home, he (laughs) sent a message to me saying he'd just got home. And I was like, well, how? How has it taken you three hours when it took us... (laughs) two and a half and we stopped to eat i mean it would have been an hour and 45 if we hadn't stopped for a leisurely meal and we live further away than he does yeah and a kinder and through a little bit i guess it's roughly the same we're just in slightly different direction uh but through getting the vaguest of vague descriptions from him of where he's gone basically he's gone part way up the m11 on the way home 
but then his sat nav has made him turn off and go across country towards sandy which is part way up the a1 so he's gone part way up the m11 and then across loads of wonky b roads to get to sandy and up the a1 and the only reason i can think it's done that because we've established he doesn't use google maps in his car through apple carplay mm -hmm. he uses the built-in sat nav in his car his car is what a year a year and a half old about mm -hmm. a year and a half ago the a14 which is a road that links the m11 to the a1 you go up the m11 across the a14 up the a1 that had roadworks on it that had been there for about three or four years they basically right. rebuilt the entire road so for about three years you would take a diversion you wouldn't go up the m11 and across because you'd sit in traffic there'd always be a diversion so i think he's got out of date maps on his sat nav it isn't linked to the mm. internet because it's the one that's built into his car and it still thinks there's roadworks on that road. So it's taken him on this massive diversion you've not had to do since pre-COVID. And um, yeah, he's still managed to go the wrong way on the way home as well. And I just, just, just said to him, why aren't you using Apple CarPlay? His car's roughly the same age as mine. He's got an iPhone. He has got Apple CarPlay. And you know what his answer was? When, uh, when he uses Google Maps... It fills the whole screen so he can't see Spotify. <laughs> he likes to be able to have his sat-nav on one side of the screen and Spotify on the other so he can see what song he's listening to. <laughs> and, oh, my God. That boy. You know what I want? I want I want him to have a camera, like a face cam, on his, on his way down. <laughs> Just him recording it all. <laughs> I mean, I want a camera on top of his car so I can see what route he goes. It's inexplicable <laughs> where he's yeah. going at the moment. Can we track him? It's the simplest route. I genuinely, and I know I'm an old man who knows roads, but genuinely, it's three roads to get from the hotel we stayed in to Peterborough. I could do it without even i mean i have done it many times without even really concentrating never mind navigating it's just you get to cambridge you're like oh crumbs i don't remember crossing the m25 you just kind of do it on autopilot i don't know how he's being taken around the country the way he is he's he's a worry that boy we need to teach him roads i might buy him an atlas a road a road atlas and make him learn it make him recite his route before he goes it's literally two roads you have to write on his hand m11 a14 okay third one a1 it's right there on his hand and if he's not on one of those three roads he's gone wrong oh god you know what I've, I've just remembered well i found something on my phone in the week no no memory of doing this it must have been sleep deprived pab back on saturday <laughs> i've got a recording of him doing what snoring so loud <laughs> it is staggering i was like what is this just like a pitch black screen i was like what is this video and i play it and it's just snoring i was like oh my god fantastic anna you should record one of me and you two can compare notes to see which one of us snores the worst yeah. it's ridiculous <laughs> i don't have to sleep Look, in the bathroom no, we're so. both we're both big fat guys who are nearly 40. We're obviously both sleep apnea <laughs> sufferers. It's only going to get worse from here. If you think that's bad, that... don't, don't room with him in five years. Get me <laughs> a separate room. I'll say goodnight to you. We can even have adjoining rooms. Just Perhaps get you me... and Pab should share and me and Sheepdog should share. Yeah, you, take, you say I snore anyway. Oh, yeah, you're as bad as me and Wait, Sheepdog. Wait, it doesn't bother me when I'm asleep. It's trying to get to sleep. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Oh, so yeah, that it was all fun. I can't believe he's not even on the show and we've managed to still fill the first twenty minutes yeah. with tales from his week because we were there to share them with him. Sometimes you hear the stories on the podcast I mean... and it feels like they're being embellished for comedic effect. Oh, no, I promise, I swear to you, <laughs> I have oh. embellished nothing. It was that is an accurate description of what happened last weekend. It was like all day though. Was that just me when we got into the yeah, restaurant yeah. in the evening? And I was like, I genuinely... Because thought... he wanted a loaf of bread to put his curry in. Yeah. Oh, God. We're not letting him choose dinner again. That was the most unsatisfying dinner I've ever had. Two years ago, we went to Las Iguanas and he got a curry that was served in a bread bowl. And we had to go back to get him his bread bowl. And he kept asking for bread. He wanted his bread bowl. He's a madman. Mm-hmm. He is uh, genuinely, I think he should have a film crew following him around and he would be a reality <laughs> TV star. He um, is not vlogging right. His YouTube channel needs to be recreated. He needs to hire a cameraman. Just do it for a month and it will already be paying for itself. Pay a cameraman for a month just to follow him around going about his daily business and he will be, he'll have a million subscribers <laughs> in a year because it's, people will be convinced it's faked and staged and it's, <laughs> I promise you it's not. I don't understand. It's superb. Yes. What wasn't superb, though, was EGX, which was a big old pile of trash, wasn't Oof. it? <laughs> Oof. We just go in there, really. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because it was... Ab- I mean, I was so disappointed. I, I mean, disclosure and all that, as usual, we did get in for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always do. So um, <laughs> I guess I guess we're being biased and positive towards them because they let us in for free. Um, it wasn't very good. I think if I'd have... I was disappointed and I got in for free. I think can't imagine how disappointed I would have been if I'd have bought tickets. I mean, I've put out three videos on my vlog channel this week from the event, um, which I think is more content than they had in the hall over the course of the weekend. So I'm quite impressed that I've managed to stretch it out to three videos. Um, me and Anna got down there on the Friday. We got in there, I think, about 20 past five. And at six o'clock um they closed the event and we'd already been done for five minutes we'd done the whole thing in 35 minutes we'd done, we'd we'd not just done one lap we'd done two it's not even <laughs> laps we'd walked up and down the hall twice mm-hmm. we went back again on the saturday with you two and we spent a little bit longer in there but that was mainly because we did a little bit more shopping so we were going from stall to stall Anna was well. Anna, Anna really got into the pop vinyl collecting. Mm. I wanted some so, persona ones. Yeah, Anna went for it with the pop vinyls, so that kept us busy for a little while. <laughs> and then we spent about an hour sat around the TikTok area yes. trying to get my TikTok account, which really padded the weekend a little bit. I still haven't got Lelujo on TikTok. Someone's still camping on that, the scumbags, because we never actually managed to talk to the right guy. But Oh, I mean, I, I know I've said it's. I, I, mean, I know I've gone in hard but, as an open, but I feel like to try and balance it, which I guess we do have to be fair. Obviously, there is a pandemic on. They weren't going to get Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo and these big AAA companies. None of them were going to come because the big fancy stages and sets and things that traditionally would come at EGX, they're not built specifically for EGX. Mm-hmm. They're built at the start of convention season and they go around the world they go to australia they go to america there they'll be set, the big sony set that's been at every egx for the last seven years is sat in a warehouse in america it isn't going to come over for egx because 
there's a pandemic on so they were always fighting an uphill battle so it's not like they've they've obviously not intentionally put on a bad event they've done the best with none of, yeah they've done the best they can but but it wasn't unfortunately easy i mean yeah. let's let's be honest it was about i want to say maybe a month to two months ago pax happened in america and it looked very similar to that mm. and i it kind of tempered my expectations a little bit then because there was a lot of people just there was a lot of pictures going out and going jeez what happened here sort of thing and i was like this this could quite easily happen then we got the tweet from them saying you know we're, we're trying our best not everything's here is like it usually is but we've got what mm. we've got for you we all you know it should still be great and it it was i mean it I, the big boys weren't there and i suppose that that gives the indies there quite it, they give them like pretty much they are the the only like it thing. was basically a rest event wasn't it, it a little was, bit yeah a little bit it was yeah. like res they had the but i would say half of the show floor was taken yeah. up with indie games and yeah. the left field collection which is the indiest of the indie games yep the biggest, and, uh, um, biggest and game there pass. was yes there was game but there was a game pass section which was effectively just it was kind of like it was like a chill out zone where you just had games to play didn't you just well, yeah, all they, game pass that's stuff. the thing they had tried to come up with ideas they yeah. knew they weren't going yeah. to be doing an event like their previous events so they had a big um a big lan area they had this big area of xboxes with loads of games that you can go and play and just do like the chill out area mm-hmm. they had a big board games area they had a big retro area the stuff that they could get they got but they they, but they always I had think that the, yeah well, just, still, I, just... don't, I don't know that they had the big lan area in the xbox area before no, the, all, all the no, they did I have an area last time we were there. I feel like, but they did, it wasn't okay. as big as this this time. Yeah, Minecraft yeah. was still there, of course. Yeah. Minecraft's always there. And um, the um, actual, the, the, I mean, the main event of the show was Fall Guys. Yeah, sponsored the, the by biggest, Virgin the biggest Media. Booth was Virgin Media, which is the, 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 like the show sponsor sort of thing. So they had, had the big booth like they usually do. Last time we were there, yeah. it was Avengers, wasn't it? it was. And I think time... largely it's the same booth. It oh, yeah, was it just is. Reskinned. Yeah. yeah, and this time it was a uh, not Avenger. It was Fall Guys with a with a Gladiator style Travelator, but you had to yeah. run up um, to, to win a crown. Which looked fun, to be fair. If you'd have said to me, "Get on there and f- get on there and I'll film you," I probably would have done it. If there was no, queue. Oh, if you'd have been with us, if you'd have been with us on the Friday yeah, afternoon, there I, was no. Queue. I probably would have done then. it if there was no queue. You'd have said, "Get on there and I'll film you." I'd go <laughs> right. Go on and hang on. I'll have a crown. Yeah, I, I would have done it for, for you if you just said, "Get on there and film it," because I'm not, I'm not going on it. I was like, "Right, go on then." But mm-hmm. it was just too big a queue for it, and yeah, just for a bloody foam crown that they tried to resell. And the resellers are cheeky selves trying to trying to resell yeah, it. Oh yeah, you could buy them over in the fifteen over on quid. The fifteen stands, quid. Uh, I was like, "What?" But I mean, that's that's part of the problem, though. The fact that that was the big stand, and that was a game that came out a year ago, and yeah. the only other, yeah. the only other proper egx style booth that was there was boulders gate who'd put together quite a nice little set yes with some nice little things to look at and Foliage. they had their own little merch store yes um, oh, so they to buy a t-shirt i forgot <laughs> oh, they'll probably be at they probably Comic-Con. will be they'll almost certainly be yeah, at comic-con they're not moving. they're not building that booth and only using it for four days Good That's, point. that probably hasn't moved that'll still be in the same spot yeah, yeah. for comic-con next week um 
And that was all. That was it. That was all that was there. Yes, it there was, was no games. A load of indie games. No. Uh, Baldur's Gate and Fall Guys, and then some board games and other stuff. It was. And yeah, it was very indie focused. So I don't. I mean, it wasn't that it was a bad event, because I've I enjoy Rest. I go to Rest every year. I've travelled mm-hmm. down to Rest on my own and left you lot because uh, you lot didn't yeah. want to come. Cause I've uh, there's been a couple of times I've gone there on my own because I just, I enjoy the event. I like going around and. And just looking at what indie games are available, you know, with my Vita and my Switch, basically all I've ever used those handhelds for is just filling up with indie games. It's what I'll use my Steam Deck for. When I get that, it'll just be chock full of indie games. I love an indie game. But that's uh, uh, the the issue isn't that what was there was bad. It's that, yeah, they put out a tweet, a really fluffy tweet kind of saying... It's not quite going to be what you expect. You're expecting, but they charge the same price mm-hmm. they usually charge, and I yeah. get their overheads are the same. They still have to book the same hall. Um, it's not like they're paying Microsoft to be there when they have Microsoft. I imagine, similar to everything else, Microsoft would be paying them to be there. So, if mm. anything, they're making less money because the AAA stuff isn't there because they're not paying to to run the thing. So, their costs are the same. The income they're making is lower. They're probably not in a position to lower the price because to them, they're already making a smaller profit on it than they would be in previous years. So they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place where they either disappoint everybody by cancelling the event for a second year in a row or they disappoint everybody by not making it really, really clear just how little is there and still selling four-day super passes and early entry tickets. I mean, looking on Twitter, um, yeah. everyone was being let in at the start of early entry. The uh, Paying extra for an early entry ticket was irrelevant. If you had a ticket for that day, you were getting let in no matter what time you got there. Yeah. So the people who paid extra for early entry, they're like, well, I mean, why have I paid extra for early entry? That, that goes to show that we got there on the Saturday right as afternoon tickets were meant to be going in. So that goes to show up. they'll have gone straight in. And it was, when we got there, it was a ghost town, wasn't it? At the front, it was yeah. like, you wouldn't think there was a convention on. It was just completely yeah. empty. And then when yeah, we oh got yeah, in, it was there's, a, there's busier, a clip yeah. that I put in the vlog of walking down that central hallway yeah. in the XL before you get into the event. Yeah. And I, I did a comparison <laughs> shot where I showed what it's like on the Saturday of Comic-Con two years ago compared to what it was like to this. And... You can't walk. Yeah, like you say, yeah, you are shoulder to shoulder. You can't get that. It takes 10 minutes to do that corridor on Comic-Con weekend. We were the only people down there at like one o'clock in the afternoon on the Saturday of EGX and there's nobody around. And it's, it is really difficult to know what the right thing for them to do. I don't want to completely throw them under the bus. No. Because no. I would hate for the event to go away. And they, they have already announced mm-hmm. the dates for next year. Um, they're going to be doing an event in Birmingham in March, which looks like it's just a renamed version of Res that they're moving back up to the NEC. And then they're going to be back in London again in September. So they're moving it slightly earlier in the year again, which encourages me. It makes me think that we might get some stuff that's not yet released there if they're bringing it earlier in the year again because one of the criticisms for the last few years when it's been later in the year has been everything there is already <laughs> out. Well, if, you, yeah. if you're doing the event like the third week of September, you're right at the start of silly season. So stuff that's coming out September, October, November is going to be there theoretically 
playable pre-release like it was in the old days so it's positive stuff but i don't know i i've gone back and forth on this a lot this week because part of me is like well i don't want to burn bridges and not get a free ticket next year but at the same time i feel like you can't we can't not talk about it because it's not right but then on the flip side of that I mean, I I completely get why EGX refund was yeah. trending. Yeah. I get <laughs> yeah. why people are annoyed. If you've spent 80 quid on a super pass for the weekend, expecting to be down there for four days, you spent 80 quid on your ticket. Oh, my you've God. Booked, you've booked three or four nights in a hotel. You've booked trains. I mean, you could it could be a three, four, five hundred pound per person trip away. Yeah. Based on the fact that you do it every year, you go and have four down four days down there, you love it, and you get in there and genuinely, even if you played everything, I don't see how it could take you more than three or four hours. If you played every single game that was in there, I don't think it takes more than three or four hours. It certainly doesn't take three or four days. I think you so I can day, yeah. yeah, I can completely understand that there are some people who feel really ripped off. But like I say, I don't know what the alternative would have been for them if they don't run the event at all that's two years without an event then you're really starting to worry about the financial feasibility of it going forward does mm-hmm. the event disappear completely if they don't run an event this year if they lower prices they're potentially in the same boat they could end up losing money if they lower the prices i don't know what the right thing to do was they've just it's it's a rubbish situation that's been caused by the pandemic and I wonder. It, I I feel like a monster going in on him, but it just feels wrong. I wonder if they've like got the go ahead and like right, we got the, got a date, right? Okay, uh, Indies, you in? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great, Indies win. Big boys, uh, no, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. uh Right, okay, scramble. Who've you, who've we got? Who've we got? Virgin. Yeah, okay, they've got a boot. That's fine. That's fine. And they're just scrambling around to find anyone they can get then, because the mm. the big boys ain't there. So they're going, okay, what what do we have? And then it gets to a certain point where they've got to say, Yeah, we've we've tried, we've honestly tried, but nobody's nobody's answering our calls, sort of thing. <laughs> and And I completely get that. Yeah. But then I spent a lot of time reading through the hashtags over the weekend and when we got home on Sunday night. And there are other things as well that I get that they've tried to I fully believe they have tried to put on the best show they have from a content point of view. But other things that were within their control, the way the event was lit, I put a comparison <laughs> picture on Twitter of mm-hmm. the last event at Earl's Court compared to this weekend just gone. And yeah, the Earl's Court one was heaving. It's a nicer venue than the XL, but it was dark and it was all RGB lighting everywhere and really well lit booths and it was atmospheric yeah. and it felt like a cool gaming event. This was a, a big warehouse with fluorescent lights on the ceiling. Yeah, strip lights. Yeah. There was no attempt to create any kind of atmosphere. There was no, you know, there, there wasn't that hum, that thumping background noise of a busy event where you've got... And it's because there's no booth there to make the noise. I get that. There's no booths there to have the RGB yeah. lighting. I guess if you've got a room full of merch stands and indie and indie decorating tables with a cardboard sign behind them they perhaps fully would intend to dim the lights and then they realize no one's brought any lights with them 
Shit. So they have to put yeah. the lights back up again. I get it. But it really... Do, I mean, straight away, that... It doesn't feel like you're at a cool event because it's not well lit. And then you hear stories about how some of the booths were run. Um, there was a, a Crytek area that people were just basically given free reign to camp on as long as they wanted. Really? There was no limit. <laughs> there was no limit on how long you were there. Oh. The Back for Blood. Back for Blood being the only pre-release game. And obviously, this is all secondhand information. I've, if any yeah. of this is wrong, this is just stuff I've read on Twitter. Um, do your own research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, don't come at me, EGX. Um, <laughs> but the um, Back for Blood, which was one of the few pre-release games that the was only in the building. Pre-release game. Well, but is Baldur's Gate out? No, Baldur's it's, it's in early access. Yeah, so there was two. Um, and it, maybe some of the indie games weren't out. We didn't date check all of them. I imagine but, a lot of the indie games aren't out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of one of the few pre-release <laughs> games by a couple of days because it's obviously out now. Um, but one of the few games, Back for Blood, um, was available in the um, in the over 18s area, which had stuff like Death Loop and things like that in there as well. Um, but Back for Blood wasn't land together, so if you went in there as a four, you weren't playing together, and you, you just picked up where the. Pre- He's putting me randoms. Mm. Yeah, pretty much uh, bots, I guess. I don't. I don't really Seriously? know. Um, certainly, you weren't with your mates. You might have been playing with other people who were in there, but they weren't restarting the demo either. You just picked up where the previous people left off. So when the previous people had had enough, they'd just put the controller down and the huh. next person would come in. And that well, seems that, baffling. That gets to, to, that, to, to makes me wonder to the point of, like, are they cleaning them controllers? Are they doing everything with that? And I mean, that's not necessarily on EGX. That's on the people running the booth. Yeah. But then... That gets to, I mean, I, I, I don't know about whether, I, well, I'm going to say it. They made a big fuss about how safe they are being, all these procedures they're putting in place, made me scramble around looking for a, pass, a, a passport, a COVID passport thing that I didn't realise mm. I needed. <laughs> I get there, I show, them the, I show them it, I think I'm going to get scanned in or something like that, yeah. He just, the guy just looks at it and goes, that's a QR code. It could have <laughs> been anything. It yeah, could have been I, mine Q- was on my Apple Watch. It was literally a full screen QR it, code. And he was like, yeah, been, that's fine. He, he just waved us in. He asked for the passport. I was like, okay, great. Okay, he's going to scan it. He just went, yep. How many people that could have just had any, anything on there, on their phone? And it's just like, I, 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 that, that annoyed me a little bit about, mm. about the, the procedures they are make. They are going to, to you know, they had working with to to make this a safe event and i don't know that just annoyed me a little bit <laughs> just oh it... now i get that they did have like hand sanitization stations knocking in around the place next to on every board game table there would be the pumps of hand gel and stuff yes. and the yeah. staff most of the staff were masked up almost nobody was there as a visitor was wearing a mask i mean i'm not gonna lie i felt that was across the entirety of london I don't feel like it was just solely the event. No, I agree with that. Um, you know, one thing that retrospectively freaked me out a little bit, um, you know, they were God. giving out the cans of Coke. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, they were being handed to you by the people running the stall. Yeah. They weren't washing their hands or sanitizing. No, I did things, wonder so why you went they, four they, times. No. They'd hand out a can of Coke. So my hand touches their hand when I take a can of Coke off them. And then the next guy. So they're constantly touching people's yeah. hands. Yeah. And... 
Yeah. How I, was yeah. that a thing? Yeah. Uh, it yeah. didn't even occur to me at the time. Yeah. I, I mean, had four of them. I realised <laughs> it uh, after I after I drunk one and I got we got giddy about all the giving away free drinks again. Here we go. It's just like the old days. And then and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to do my hands now. I, I'm gonna have to do my hands now. Yeah. 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 That was. Uh, oh dear. We have to do the patented sheepdog glove method for the for the rest of the. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's not get back onto sheepdog wearing latex gloves on the tube. Oh my God. <laughs> One, oh one latex glove. No, he, he yeah, tried to stand glove. up, didn't he? He was like, I'm just going to stand, I'm not going to hold anything. He was oh, falling God. into everybody, bless him. Yeah, because he wouldn't hold on with his bare hands, so he had to put a glove on. It was just, it was like, you know those, you know those round bottom dolls that you push over and they bounce back up again? <laughs> it was like the opposite of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he got back up, it would just fall back down again. It was brilliant. Oh, God. But yeah, EGX on the whole, like I say, hate to throw them under the bus. Feel like I do need to add in that we've been going for 10, 10 years. Mm-hmm. We've always loved it. I love the event. I want to go to both the events they're doing next year. I'm sure I'll have a great time. It's not put me off going again in the future. Yes. If if what we've said on the podcast burns a bridge and we have to pay to get in next year, then so be it. I think that would be a little bit petty if that's what it led to. But I don't feel like... I mean, they they are probably in a position where they need to hold their hands up and say, yeah, we ballsed up. If they just don't acknowledge that people feel they didn't get value for money, it's going to cost their reputation far worse than us talking about it on a podcast. So fingers crossed they recognise that it wasn't what people were expecting. People feel like they didn't get value for money. And um, I just don't think we could have let this podcast go by talking about how great it was just because they gave us a free ticket. That's everything that's wrong with the games industry at times. And I don't want any part of that. So... Um, yeah, it was it was not what I was hoping for. I was disappointed, and I hope I'm not disappointed again by Comic-Con coming up this weekend. Yes. Oh, you'll I be mean, heartbroken. <laughs> ultimately, I know they've got one really incredible panel at Comic-Con, because I'm moderating it, so that's good. And Loki's there. Um, yeah, Tom Hiddleston's there. Um, What's-her-face, Lady Loki, whose name I can't remember, either actress or character. Um, she's there daredevil's there um they they're at least i mean comic-con is far less reliant on getting big companies and big publishers involved it is by and large a bit of a car boot sale that manages to charge the price to get in that it does because it has people there to sign autographs and Mm -hmm. stuff and they've got the people to sign the autographs so that should be enough to get the people through the door which in turn should mean the car boot sale all turns up so fingers crossed comic-con will be what i expect from comic-con otherwise i'll be heartbroken <laughs> oh dear but let's not talk about egx here. has anyone got anything else to say on egx or have we covered everything i think we're good um one thing we did touch on very briefly while we were talking about that um is back for blood it was at egx it came out this week it was on game pass And we will talk about that after Pabby's put an advert in. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That is the best advert you've played all day, Pav, probably. Um, but yeah, Back for Blood came out this it week did. and we had a little team stream. We've mm-hmm. had our MGP stream team up and running for a little while now, the four of us um, over on Twitch. And I think this was our first uh, team stream since we've been doing that. All four of us run, even Sheepdog turned up. And this was launch day of Back for Blood, which was, I want to say, Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. And we played it for a good couple of hours. Um, the majority of what we played was what we'd already played on the beta back in the summer when that was out. Because um, mm-hmm. differently to how Left for Dead worked back in the day, back Left for Dead was, I think, four or maybe five isolated campaigns that would each yeah. take like an hour to an hour and a half to get through and you could do them in whatever order. This one is a longer story. I think it's four or five acts. And we were basically playing through Act 1 again, which we'd already done, but... We did eventually get to the point where we'd gone beyond <laughs> the boat. where we'd got to yeah, I think so. in the beta. Yeah, we made it off the boat. Or sorry, Pab made it I off made the it boat. Off Just the like boat. when we played it on the beta, <laughs> we set we we set a path for Pab to get off the boat. We saved Pab. That's all we care about in this game. Pabby was saved. We unlocked all of the other characters, yes. and we are ready and raring to go. Probably this week. I think we've talked about maybe doing it again this coming week, haven't we? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, and pick up where we left off and try and have a crack at Act 2. But it was... Um, I had a lot of fun with that. I was. I, I do question whether it's the game that is annoying or sheepdog that's annoying the fact that we didn't get any continues at any point. I don't every know. time Every time we all died, we'd have to basically restart... Now, I don't know if that's the game or just the way he set the game up. We'll know more this week, I guess. Yeah. But that seems yeah. weird if that's the way it works. If you just, The first time all four of you die, that's it. You restart that Act. level, level, effectively, yeah. Yeah. from the previous save room. But I guess, thinking back to Left 4 Dead, that is how it used to work on Left 4 Dead. You'd go back to the previous save room. So maybe that is right. It just feels... If it is right, I don't know why it says zero continues, continues yeah, I was The say. fact it's got that suggests there are continues and he just didn't set them up <laughs> like us. Somehow, after everything that had gone on on the previous weekend, we let him set the game up. And Do you know why? Because he went online before we had started. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. I said to I, well, I said to Anna, I didn't say it to Sheepdog because I thought, you know, he's an experienced streamer. He'll know. But I said to Anna, I hope I hope nobody's online before we get started because it's going to take us a while to get the game set up and get everything working. Neither of us had streamed off our Xboxes for a long time, so we <laughs> knew there were going to be audio issues and technical issues. Let's make sure we're all in a game and ready to go before we're streaming. We jump onto Discord to start setting up and Muggins is already live. And we're like, oh, good. I better go live as well then. And then <laughs> I, my, the first 20 minutes of my stream when we going back and forth into Anna's room, um, <laughs> constantly fixing all the issues that she was having, getting it up and running. But we did eventually get it up and running. And it's just a lot of fun. I really love co-op games like this. I Left 4 Dead is one of my favorite games of all time. I loved them both way back when. 
Um, I even remember me and Sheepdog playing a Minecraft mod of Left 4 Dead like 10 years ago with Angry John um, just because we were so into Left 4 Dead and he was so into Minecraft. And uh, yeah, I just just loved it. It's brilliant. The melee weapons are outstanding. Um, the machete. Um, <laughs> yep. As... Uh, as <laughs> I feel like this we're really going in on sheepdog in this episode but he he couldn't get the word machete out of his mouth so forevermore it would be a machete um it's wonderful the baseball bat is brilliant the little hatchet axe thing is awesome we're all constantly covered in blood all of the time it's got the same iconic baddie characters um there's fingers who just wanders up and fingers you and you got the guy who just spurts Spits all you. over you. You got the diet guy who pins you down to the floor yeah. and just basically grabs at you. And it's zombies. For anyone who's wondering what we're talking about, you're basically battling zombies um, as a four-player team trying to get from A to B. And it's really simple, really basic, but at times incredibly difficult. Ammo is pretty scarce. Health is pretty scarce. And you really, I think it's by design, you really do have to use a lot of melee weapons. Because if you just try and go through with a gun all the time, you will run out of ammo. So you have to just get into the chaos and melee weapon it it up. See, I I didn't use a melee weapon. Did you not? They're fun to use. I think it depends on the character you get. I'm not going to lie. I let you lot do your thing and I cleaned up when I had to. (laughs) It was ironic that I was playing the mom character. Because everyone was saying, you're being the mother of the group, I see. And I was like, yep, that <laughs> seems about right. I was just at the back, just kind of following up you lot. And Sheepdog and you, Kev, were just having a feel day. Anna was going about getting what needed to be done. And trying <laughs> Not to the birds. Deal, with, deal, with, deal, with, deal with you two. And I was like, right, okay, let me try and mop up this situation. Me that and you... Sheepdog were just having a while of a time yep. about whacking sticks. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was uh it was great it was i good, really yeah. enjoyed it yeah we we will finish this we will go through the whole Hopefully. game we will finish it as a as a foursome and a splendid time will be had by all Ooh, i don't it's know if you'll game. still be a twosome kevin Shoot. why irritate the bejesus out of me when we <laughs> play games together but why <laughs> you're so annoying oh, i'm not annoying i'm adorable bird, you set off the alarms just I just like to see. I'm an inquisitive soul. There was a police car there. I thought, I wonder if I hit this police car multiple times with a baseball bat, will the siren go off? It did. I wonder if that's how real police cars work. You'd be arrested before that. Not if it's a zombie apocalypse. I don't think anyone's arresting me in those circumstances. Apocalypse, you don't want attention. You you do. Like I kept trying to explain to you at the time, rather than sneaking around dark corridors, we'll get to darkness in a minute. Another sheepdog story. (laughs) Rather than rather than sneaking around dark corridors, letting the zombies leap out at you, I want to make as much noise as possible. Bring the zombies to me when I'm in a well lit open area. Kill them all in one go, and then just walk through the walk through the dark corridors unmolested. It's logic. The only problem is the game just spawns more, so it doesn't really yes. work like that in reality. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we were probably about an hour and a half into this game when when Sheepdog is like, I can't see anything, it's too dark. Oh, God. And he'd been playing the whole time with his brightness turned way down and couldn't see anything, and we eventually convinced him to put his brightness up, and all of a sudden he could see the walls again. So I and anyone who's watching his stream... 
Yeah, mm -hmm. it was very confusing. He could literally see in front of him where the torch was, and that was it. Yeah, and we're like, it's not a particularly dark room. We're in a library. Yeah, we can, we can see the bookshelves. We can see the. He's like, where are these windows? I'm supposed to be boarding up. I can only see the end of my torch. Yeah, where's well, this then ladder? You've got it set up oh, wrong, God. cheap dog. Yeah, where's the ladder? I was in front of him. <laughs> it was literally in front of him. Oh, bless him! Oh, so this is. We need, we need, I, it almost feels like we're just relentlessly bullying him for an hour and he's not oh, able to defend not. himself. Oh, we're not. He's just but... had one of them. We just bless him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. And the best thing is he won't listen, so he won't know about it anyway. You lot all know, so you, you have a little bit more context about why we are the way we are with him and why he is the way he is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. He even put on Twitter the other day that he ordered a pizza and forgot to ask for cheese. <laughs> Just ordered a uh, base with tomato sauce and some peppers on it because he didn't ask for cheese on his pizza. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's definitely had one of those weeks. Oh, my word. And then he's had that thing with the, with the gas company ringing him every day. Yeah, I, I genuinely think shaving his head has made him worse. <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh, dear. But yeah, but, uh, Back for Blood was great. I enjoyed it very much. Um, you should check out, if you've got Game Pass, and I know we say this all the time, but it's available day one on Game Pass. If you've got Game Pass, it's on um, whether else, it's on Xbox or PC, you can download it for free on Game Pass, um, or you can pay seventy four ninety nine mm -hmm. for it on PS5, which is what it was when we were in game yesterday. $74.99 buy this on PS5. Yeah. Oh, I my was God. astonished. It does have cross-play, so you can pay seventy four ninety nine to play with people who got it for free through their Game Pass. But this game on its own on PlayStation costs more than Game Pass costs for the year. But not Xbox. everyone has an Xbox. Just, oh, good. Oh, if you've not got God. an Xbox, then if you've got, yeah, I know you, people need to get an Xbox or a PC. We just, just go and bought do it. our third Xbox, haven't we? Kevin? Yeah, an Xbox Series S is two hundred and fifty quid. Go buy with one of them rather than paying £75 for one game for your PlayStation. For stuff like this, it's just a no-brainer. Mm. Plus, you get Football Manager on it in, like, a week's time. Actually, no, on Xbox, it's three weeks' time because you don't get the beta on Xbox. Do you own PlayStation? For... It's football it's not, Manager's not on, not on PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, is it not? Oh, I didn't. Well, you, it was no. on the beta, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember buying ago. you that. Yeah, it's on Switch and it's on Xbox and it's on PC, but it's not on PlayStation. Mm. Yeah, back for blood. And other than FIFA and finishing off my Football Manager stuff for the year, that is me. That has been my week. Back for blood, EGX, and some football games. Over to you, children. Oh, Anna, do you go? Um, so I have played a two newish games and then one old one. Um, okay. The old one, literally this evening after dinner, I put in Ghost of Tsushima. Tiramisu! Tiramisu. Yeah, so I put that back in. I just, I felt like playing it. You know, when you just get that thing, you're like, yeah, I have that game. I should play that. I'm glad I did because now I find like I've got a new power that if I cut off somebody's head, I get a new power that I can use. I get like a rage mode. Didn't know that oh, was a yeah. thing. That's good. Didn't know that was a thing until I put it on today. I was like, 
oh, this is quite cool. And then like, they all start, they go, you go black and white, don't you? And then you just, yeah. everyone starts running from you. And you're like, yeah. come here, you. I'm going to chop you <laughs> all. Just, yeah. yeah, everything's like one one kill, uh, one hit kill. Yeah. So that was fun to do. Very cool. Um, And then last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday. I got Far Cry 6 day early just because it arrived that day. Um, so Far Cry 6 set in... Say Yara, I think. It's yeah, like... it's a fictional. For me, it's a fictional Cuba. Yeah, I don't know yeah. whether it is that. I, I, I feel like it's something like it's that, where that... you have a dictatorship. Yeah, it's got that like Mexican Spanish feel to it, and it's got the guy yes. from Breaking Bad, Gus. It, the the chicken guy. I forget his name. Gus. Got <laughs> Yeah, I thought you said yes. Gus is in it. He's the president and he's teaching his son how to be a dictator. And his son was like, I don't want to. Like, I'm just not bothered. And you start off on your island. So, like every Far Cry game, you start on a tutorial island. One island, this is how you play the game. And as much as I used to love Ubisoft, um, this is just a new setting, but the same old Far Cry. There's nothing new. There's nothing... Hasn't that been the case for the last three versions? Since since three, <laughs> yeah. I want to say, yeah, pretty much. Kinda like three was fun. I think three was uh, another guy from Breaking Bad. What was his name? The one with the it hair. Was fast, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and that was fun when that came out. That was different from Far Cry 2. You had all these things to you. And then Far Cry... Where was Far Cry 4 set? 4 was Pagan Min in like oh, the... Oh, God. Yeah. Like Himalayas type area, Yeah, I and say. again, it was just, here's a tower. Get, scan the tower. Now this area, and then go and do the same missions in this area as the previous area that you've opened. And then... Five again was a, that was different. That, that was different setting altogether, wasn't it? For going for an American setting, but, but it was very much the same. Kind and of the thing, only thing that that stand out from Far Cry Five was that the fact that they had a a bull testicle festival, and I'd go, yep, and I'd go and make bulls have bull love with cows. Bull love. <laughs> <laughs> But that sticks in my head. I was all over my and the fact that because I got gone past a certain like killing level, this plane would hunt me down yep. all the time. And you you would hear it coming, you would have to hide and it would shoot you and it, I, I just I couldn't be bothered with that. I just want to get that away. I just want to explore this land, do my thing and whatever. It's and like in Far Cry Five you had like you had this special, like, plan that would make you hallucinate and stuff. You go to Far Cry mm-hmm. 6, they've got a plan that makes you sick. Just, like, it's it's basically Far Cry 5 into 6 in a different setting. They just don't seem to have anything. I do have a crocodile, that's my friend. My amigo, I have a crocodile. I have a little sausage dog that has no back legs and just has wheels. Um, I have Boom Boom. I believe Boom Boom 
Because, like, when I found them, there was a letter about Far Cry 5, about how the oh, really? cult had gone down. Uh-huh. The cult had gone, here are some weapons, weapons are weapons you have. And then Boom Boom was in, the, was in the thing, in the crate. So he is now my friend. And then I have... I don't know where this dog is from because I never played Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. But I also right. have a metal dog as a, as an amigo, as a friend ah, that I can okay. take with me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sure. They all have um they all, all have like special abilities. So your crocodile can regenerate health. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really read them, but I know that one because I was like, oh, what did they? They all have things they can do. And do you think I just. I don't know. I, I... I, I mean, I could tell you, I've been playing it too. I've clearly, from what you just said, I feel like I'm still on Tutorial Island. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I was, when I first played it, I was like, Okay, so this is the island we're on this time. Okay, great. And then I backed out and it just it just like zoomed the map. I went, oh, no, this is just a small <laughs> island in a bigger yes. map. I was like, oh, God. Yes. And so I'm still on that first island. Oh, gosh, okay. So I've got the crocodile and yeah. I've... It, you're right, it is very much more of the same. And if you like Far Cry games, you're going to enjoy this one in the sense of it is more of the same. It is very much more of the same. There are some bits and pieces and gizmos and gadgets that are slightly different, but it is, in general, more of the same. One thing I found, I always found, I was like, I know what I'm getting into with Far Cry games and the guns. Yeah. I just liked how the guns felt and whatever. Mm -hmm. This one, I don't know if it's just me and the guns that I'm using, they feel very underpowered. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I give someone a headshot and it and they just kind of turn around and go, yep. what, what was that? And I'm like, yep. what? I was like, I feel like if I hit someone in the head, if I get a headshot with with a with they these should guns, go down. they should go down. They don't just turn around and go, what was what that? Was that? Yeah. Oh, they spot me immediately. I feel like I'm, it's like three or four shots to kill people. I'm like, are these guns just really bad? I mean, they could be. They genuinely could be because I'm well, on what, the What tutorial mode are island. you playing on? Because when you start the game, there's two modes. Just it's like... whatever it puts you on. Oh, when I started, it goes, do you want to play like more story, just... It... Or it, like, death I, I think mode. it was like, it was. I think it was like just more like the traditional what Far Cry is. I think if I remember uh -huh. rightly, because so I think it's the one like your standard wardens, one like a, is the one more hard mode or more like yeah, a story mode? Yeah, I think it's more hard. <clears throat> I think it's just whatever the standard is is right. what I left it on. Um, but I, I'm like I'm finding it like I yeah. like to play Far Cry games where I I get the camera, I mark my targets in this on in a camp. Yeah, and I go around methodically picking them off one at a time if it happens to go belly up then i deal with it but every single camp i've been in yeah it goes belly up almost immediately yeah and i'm like i don't know whether i've just got really bad at these games or <laughs> yep. the weapons i'm using I've, i put a silencer on these guns to deal yep. with them and and it's just i was like what is what is wrong i, was like, I don't know whether it's just me who's got bad i really don't it could be and it's also, like I say, take it for a pitch salt because I am still finding out I'm on the tutorial island. So, so I don't know. But Have I you basically I, I to get off that the island? You've got to go and do a boat mission. I haven't done any boat missions. I've I've just got done you. a mission where I've got to take over like a fuel depot. 
Um, so it's not. So it's not. I mean, I've got the crocodile, but that's about it. Okay, well, I'm not there. Um, I have basically got off the island, got to a beach, and now I'm like, so so you're looking at the map. I am slightly middle left. That's where I'm at at the moment. Um, So I normally in these games, I would just go, I'll go. Oh gosh, what was that? Oh, sorry, my my um, Xbox sent me a message and frightened the life out of me. <laughs> oh god, my heart! I didn't know what it was. Um, so yeah, I say say my markers on the right there. I'll go. Okay, I know that's it. Let's go and see what's over there first. Over on the left. So I go over there and I have a look around and pick some chests and help some people get into really annoying fights that bring because there's a there's a when you get on the mainland there's like a a meter and if you get that meter to full then the army comes and chase you and you have to mm-hmm. hide and that that's just another story because like you said every every battle i go in bar one today when i was playing it earlier i just that was full everyone was coming at me i was just like oh god I found that if you are stealth everything, because I had to do this one mission in a prison, if you stealth it, you're fine. But it's like they see you instantly. You don't have a second light. You have to just... Yeah. Oh, this army moves. Like, yeah. But um, so I went over there, had a look around, went to my objective meet. It was like, oh, go over there to where I've just been. So it's very... The story is going to make you go everywhere so don't go and explore over there because you'll just be going back over there if you know what I mean so there's like you've done everything over yeah, there yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just need to do the main mission which is fine in a way but yeah but like um the leveling up is weird as well so uh, when I watch videos and someone scanned the map and I was like oh that that area that massive area is level four and that massive area is level five that's six and that's then I was like Fair enough. But as I was going through the tutorial, I was like, I'm like, I'm level five already. How does this work if the big top area is level seven? So when you level up, I think it's like three levels up. When you pass right, three... Right, so it's doing that, is it? Yeah. The whole map goes up as well. Yeah, so it, so the, 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 it levels with you sort of thing yeah. to a certain extent. It doesn't... So you don't... You can't... You can't over level yourself and just wander <laughs> into levels and just blitz through. It kind of matches your level. Yeah. It kind of they say, brings you up. Like. They say after the tutorial, you can go straight to the big level areas. They just don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> so fine. Um, there's also like you have a power mode. You have this big rocket thing strapped to your back. Um, I still have the one that I was given. Have you, have you had that yet? The rocket with the rocket, the jetpack thing, like with the yeah. like rocket shooting at it. Yes, I have got that, and I was like, I don't have a use case for this. Oh, you will trust me. I came, across a, I came across a tank, and I and it was like, you can either destroy it or save it. And I was like, well, I kind of want to take it for myself. And I was like, I don't know how to take it for myself. I was like, do you take it back to a camp? And then I ended up somebody ran in it and got in it. So I was like, right, well, I've got to destroy um, it now. If you scan with your phone, that's yeah. how you get um, cars and stuff. So scan right. it. That I, I didn't that the game didn't tell me that I just found that out. I was <laughs> scanning. I was like, it says too close. So I backed up on this car, got the car in frame, it scanned it. Went, yep, you can now get that from you. Ding dong over there. I was like, 
thanks. So I can have a ding dong car if I want. Um, yeah, the 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 rocket thing is fun. Um, it helps. It helps now because I can start again. I wasn't using it, but now helicopters are just my worst enemy. Because again, you've only got your certain guns, and you can't shoot them down unless you've got that. Um, so like today, I was, I had to turn it off because it was annoying. Because I was in a car that was on the back of, and I had to shoot the people that were coming after me. So I used my rockets on three cars that were chasing me. Went, yes, that's good. Two helicopters come. The guns just don't work for helicopters. So then I think they need to tweak it. I think they need to make the guns powerful, that headshot is a headshot, and that if you're going to throw a RPG at a helicopter, it takes it down. Like an RPG to a light aircraft, I think should take it down. But it's not, so that's annoying. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Also, and then I, I bought... So I bought some trainers at the weekend that cost me £80. £80. And they didn't fit. So I took them back to the sketcher shop and got a pair for £20. So I had £50 back. So um, I kept seeing it everywhere. And I played the demo and I was like, yes, it's all right. Um, so I bought Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise? Yes. Okay. Do this tell. is itching my Final Fantasy itch. So okay. it's a JRPG. It's all fantastical and fantasy and stuff. Um, yeah, I, d I don't really know how to explain it. Basically, you're a slave. You. Then they're like, an, so you're a slave working on a slave yard in this fire area. And then this woman from, like, gets in a cart. And like all these guards come up going, we need blah blah blah. Come, come with me. And she cannot be touched. If you touch her, you everyone just gets fizzly and I think it's electric and just dies. Uh huh. Uh huh. But this one guy with the iron mask can touch her. Now, <laughs> as he touches her, she exposes this orb from her chest. This this round sorry, red what? orb. Yes. Me the orb. Okay. <laughs> this orb. Come on, Pat, pay attention. Goodness me. Comes out of her chest, and out of the orb comes this massive sword that's flames. I know it sounds ridiculous, but because he's like the iron mask, he doesn't know who he is, what his name is, or where he's from, he can wield it. Um, his arms are like burnt, but he can't feel pain. So he's got this big fire sword that is from a an orb from a woman's chest that she keeps inside herself. Yeah, you still with me? <laughs> I see. And that gives him powers with this sword. And basically, you and him, you and her, have to go and beat the the lord of that area. So there's five lords. You've you have like you're in one, and then when you beat him, if you can beat him, because he, um. The other lands open and you meet new friends. You get new... Because like in the demo, you're like level 26. You have six friends with you and all of them can be used in battle. So four are on screen and then two are off screen. But the two that are off screen can still be brought in for special moves. I see, I, okay. Because <laughs> like they... 
they have like you have like in the left hand corner at the bottom you've got like a triangle each each point has like a character but then next to that there's two more triangles and if they are lighting up you can bring them in to use their power you can you can use them all like you can play all of them if you want to so like you start off as the as the iron mask but then if you wanted you could play as the girl or when your new character comes in you could play as the mage um you can manually do everything if you want i do not because that would just be a pain i have it on all like semi-auto so everyone that right, i'm not okay. controlling controls herself basically so it i've got i'm just saying there's a guy i know how to work him so say my health goes down one of my other characters will send me health or if i get knocked if i knocked down and out of the fight so to say someone in the group will resurrect me so the game doesn't end because you've still got all these characters um there are owls as in hoot hoot howls that you find <laughs> they give you accessories so one <laughs> my girl character that i have at the moment has bunny ears and a monocle because that's <laughs> of course yeah makes sense <laughs> that's what the 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 owls gave me uh my guy character has a you know, you know that he's a doge that little um dog thing with the tail uh, um the dog is like squishy round anyway i the tails that go like curl up on themselves i he has one of them and cat ears and then i have another woman that just has like a pair of glasses just standard glasses with some okay. um, with an owl on her head just poking out all oh, right yeah okay that makes more sense <laughs> then yeah you've got something something to go with it okay cool but um so yeah so basically you have to combo everything combo your attacks you have a regular attack and then you have three extra attacks that um yeah you have you can upgrade there's like a whole upgrade grid thing that i'm still trying to work out but yeah i'm just getting off off track if you like Final Fantasy and there isn't a Final Fantasy you haven't played yet and you need something that is like that, a JRPG, it's fully voiced um, in the cutscenes and when they're walking around, but some of the conversations when you're in the town are just reading, which is fine. But it's just it's just one of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you don't have to really think about it. Um, it's The way it's not like Final Fantasy is... The enemies are very samey. Like you go in an area, there's these dogs and these rocks and these rock monsters. And then that whole area in like are just the same. Do you know what I mean? You don't have any variation until you go to like the next land where they're the same or they're just a different colour and they their elemental is different. But yeah, okay. it's just there. It took me five hours to get to the title screen. I've heard that is normal. Because right. <laughs> I was like, where's the title screen? Come on, because I'm doing this. I'm going for it. Yeah, five hours to get to the title screen because basically it's tutorial. There's a lot to to read. There's a lot to 
getting, but combos are your friend. Because I didn't know that until like about seven hours. I was like, oh, if I do combos, then I can get extra special like finishing moves. I'm playing on like story mode because I tried to play it on normal and I had my bomb handed to me many times I'm right. like fine I'll play on story you can change like mid game you don't have to start from so I hate games that go if you pick this now you won't be able to change this later I'm like I hate them games but yes um, there is other modes like there was all this DLC there's like very very easy mode or like very very hard mode i don't understand people who play games on very hard i just don't understand like i couldn't imagine playing like the last of us 2 on like insane mode i just don't get it but whatever mm. they are my free games and i'm just i think this weekend is just gonna be ghosts because i just wanna i just wanna do ghosts this week i think because far cry 6 is just not what i want at the moment but yeah, but I'm looking forward to what's my predictions? What? Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, will be my next purchase. Yay! Yeah, yeah. When's that out? Twenty six. Okay. Just have to Comic Con. A Tuesday, will, will you? I may, I may stream it. We'll see. If I'm holding reservations sick. and whether I want that or not, <laughs> can't decide. Probably will, but exactly. I, I want to see more of it, what the actual gameplay is before I decide on it. I just like Guardians of the Concept. I do. I like, do. I love all them the uh, movies. I know they're not the movie counterparts, but they still got the same jibber jabber with each other, and I just I like that. Give mm-hmm, me more mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. I'm um yeah I'm looking forward to that. Happy <laughs> me. Um so it is um the month of October, if you hadn't noticed. It is. The twenty um, the fifteenth. I know what's coming. What is coming? Your scary games. I have I have I see I used to do it where I used to have one stream a week where I would commit myself to play scary games, but I don't do my long stream anymore where i just play like a five hour stint of a game so now i'm just like playing games you know throughout the week um last week i started the medium uh it's on xbox game pass uh i think it recently came out on ps5 and 4 i couldn't tell you wouldn't know yeah i think so um <clears throat> premise of the game is you are Oh goodness me! You are some some girl who's going into like is she go? I feel like she's going into this this like old abandoned town, it's similar to something like I get Silent Hill vibes a little bit from it. Even though I've never really played Silent Hill, I've seen bits of it to get the gist of it. You're going into this old looks that looks like a, it is effectively an abandoned town to go and find someone. I think. Um. But you're a medium. You're a medium. You you see ghosts, uh, and you there, there comes a point where in the game where you just you just wander around, and then suddenly there's a split down the screen, and you see you see the world in two separate ways. You see the 
the way the world is on the left as it is and on the right is what effectively the character sees in like the spirit realm she sees like this spirit oh, realm oh i've heard of this yeah yeah it's a quite a cool effect because it is a, it is pretty much two separate renderings of the same world but completely different and you move in this in them exactly the same time um so for example you there's a locked door on one of the one of the on the on the real world so you can't go through the one in the spectral world even though there's no actual physical door for you to go to you know to go through in that spectral world you can just walk through it but because you can't physically go through it in the real world it's kind of like invisible walls you sort of think or make some sort of like reasons to why you can't do it um and yeah it's not it's 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 a lot more it's not as like horror as i'd expected it's a bit more creepy and like underlying dread sort of kind of horror which is like just there's just a constant building Correct. sort of thing to it there's a constant building to it and then then there's something there and then you're like oh god oh god i've got to run for it or you know there's the odd little bit of jump scare but it's not been horrendous um but i've enjoyed what i played of it so far i, I didn't think it was bad I, I know it got very kind of like mixed reviews when it came out. i thought it was it's been fine it's from the people who made um oh it's blooper team who made it who did what did they do that the, the painting one Oh god, that's me. They've done, they've done a few. Unfinished one. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. The the horror based one about a painting. I can't remember what it's called now. But they've done a few, few of these horror games now. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed kind of what it is. It's third person. So you're just wandering around, like say, and sometimes you can, you can kind of like do like an astral kind of thing where you kind of, you can focus on one or the other world at certain points. So you can focus on just the like the astral plane, and you can go and wander around there. While you, so you, so you make you take up pretty much the entire screen and on the in the in the ghost realm, and then you can go and do something over there, or you can go into a room that effectively the the, the real world girl can't do, you know, because there's a, something blocking the way or whatever. So you can then go into that room, and then come back out. But you can only do it for so long because if you stay in that ghost realm too long you kind of fade you start to fade away and lose lose your consciousness so you gotta like go in do what you need to do and get out quick and like refocus yourself and come back um yeah like i say it's a, it's a horror game it's on game pass and no I, I, thought, I thought it, i thought it was all right it's, it's not it's not overly scary like I, say, I find it more creepy and more akin to something like um silent hill Silent Hill wasn't like jump scary all the time. It was just like like it was weird and kind of and, yes, yeah. suspense and and just creepy and uncomfortable. Yes, yeah. it was just always uncomfortable, with weird and strange creatures and, I used and things to like that. that. Loved yeah. it, yeah. lapped it up, but now I can't stand it. Maybe you should try the medium. It might be right up your up your Maybe. street. Maybe I don't know. It's on Game Pass. It's there now if you if you want to give it a go. Um, Last time I was told to try a medium, it ended in tears. <laughs> Do we, no, we're not going there. <laughs> um, what else have I played? Uh, we talked about Far Cry, yes. The only other major thing I've played, and I like it a lot, 
um, is Metroid Dread. I like it quite a bit. Is it good? I've never it's, played I shouldn't um, be a Metroid I, game. I don't like Metroidvanias. And you're gonna you say, love them. You're going to say, yeah, I know you're going to say that. I don't, don't I, you ever talk about. I find myself talking about them more often than I should, but I, in general, <laughs> I don't like them. Um, just because I don't like a big old sprawling map that leads. I like a game that just points me in a direction and I go there and I never have to. I just kind of go where the story's taking me and it just kind of leads me around and I do what I want to do. Whereas this is like much more traditional 2D Metroidvania where you have like the 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 map that opens up and you wander through rooms and so some doors you can't go through because you don't have the weapon you don't have the morph ball so you can't physically get through there um and you like say you you go around and you might not go back to this area i've I've been in like three separate areas now and like there's things that i've just done i've just unlocked the morph ball so i can now go back to the, the the starting area where i've been like i can't get to this so i'm having to push on and I spent so long in the first area thinking, this can't be it. There must be more to this area that I need to fathom out what I need to do. Like, no, just push on and you'll you'll find something that will unlock for you later on. So the main premise of this game is there are you are going to this um I wanna say planet, maybe maybe ship. I, I genuinely can't remember now. Um I think it's I I wanna say it's a planet. And there are these AI bots that, are, that are, have been sent onto the sent onto this planet to basically scout ahead for you, and they've been corrupted by some weird AI stuff, and they are now hunting you. Um, it's my general excuse to why this this has been part of my horror game stuff this week because I've been like saying, well, this 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 can be scary at times um so you have you have these zones they're, they're like they're called emmy and there are emmy zones where these bots can the second they they hear you or they, they have like a they have like a radar kind of ping that they ping out when they're walking around if they hear you they come running towards where you are and you've got to get you've got to move um and you have to effectively do do a some sort you have to collect something or do a but generally it's been like you have to kill a boss or something like that and that gives you enough power in your weapon it gives you like some sort of weird power and it upgrades your your gun temporarily to be able to fight these emmys and then once you get the once you beat the emmys they give you an ability and then you can move on to the next area or you can go back to another area where you could where you, you can now use that ability and go and do find something else in that first area. And that's how it goes. It's pretty much rinse and repeat for that now. It's just like every every single area has a different Emmy. I think there's six, I want to say, maybe. Five or six. Um, and then you just have these massive sprawling maps, and they are massive. There are so many different rooms and different things like that that just, yeah, and a lot of it you won't get into immediately. And I genuinely don't like these games. Genuinely do not like these games, but I find myself playing it. I've played it a fair amount, and I've enjoyed what I've played. And it's fun. It is genuinely fun. Um, and I've been playing it on my OLED Switch. 
I want one. Anna no, won't let me have one. You're not having one. You don't play. The man in game on Thursday said you can pre order the second wave if you want. And I'm like, yes, please. No. Oh, really? Anna made me wait outside. You don't <laughs> play the one you have now. Because it's filthy and no. makes my eyes hurt because no. it's not no, OLED. If you yeah. It's like, it's like watching it through mud. Kevin, I'll be playing Kevin, Pokemon when that comes out. We had to get a second one because you got jealous. That I was playing it. When there's a game out, I play it religiously. Mario Golf, I played all the way through. Loved it. Pokemon, loved it. The last two Pokemon games and the one that will come out this year, I'll do the same. When there's a game I want to play, I'll play it loads and then I won't touch it again until the next game comes out. Pokemon is out soon. I need an OLED Switch. You should play Minecraft on it. I can't play my Minecraft on it because it's not the Java version that I play. I'm too cool to play console Minecraft. I don't even play that on the Xbox. Microsoft own the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the old Switch is very nice. It's very nice. Oh, it does pretty much I'll, the same thing. I'll certainly have an opinion it's, on it no, soon. It's, it's a bigger screen. It's a nicer screen. I finally put a screen protector on it after spending <laughs> about an hour trying to put it on the other night. Just forever, just constantly wiping it down with a... One of them microfiber cloths, and it was like, I'm putting more dust on it, and I'm taking off. What the <laughs> hell is going on here? I just, I just got really annoyed with it, and I was like, right, just throwing it on. I've had enough now. Um, but it is very nice. It, it's an upgrade for me in the sense of mine was a very like a, a release switch, so it had the the battery life of like what three hours, I think it was, and then they did a, an, a, an update of that base model, and then it gives you like it doubled the battery life. So that's kind of how I'm justifying it at the minute. That's how I'll justify I'm it. I'm justifying too. it. It's like it gives me a better, a much better battery life on it. So I love battery life, Anna. No. Buy yeah. an extra battery pack. You know I live for battery life. Get a, do what? You, you can get battery things for the Switch. <sighs> yep, you can. But anyway, um, that is mostly all. I've, that is pretty much all I've been playing on the Switch. Um, and then we played some Bat for Blood. We've pretty much gone through everything on my list. The only week. other thing we played was Mario Party with Sheepdog, finally. Oh, no, we did. Um, soon, which it? is still an absurd game because we played for an hour and then Anna was randomly declared the winner. I was. Despite me and Sheepdog being jointly in the lead I going genu- into I the genuinely bit thought at the I had end. A, an outside chance of winning. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought, I feel like I've won most of the mini games. So I thought, okay, I'll get that star. And it's like, what else? To, what, it depends what, what sort of arbitrary like things to give yeah, out for, for it's stars. Mad. Yeah. What I didn't realise is there's a new one coming out in a few weeks. We saw that in game yesterday yes, as well. So I don't know what it's um, called. We might have to pick that up for next year's conventions. Mm-hmm. It's the only time we ever play the thing. Yeah. That'll no, be another I, game I to play played, on my new OLED Switch, Anna. I forgot. I played um, that, um, that Zelda game on the Switch the other week. I forget what it's called. The the Zelda. I have no idea. It's like top it's, down. Was it called The Legend of Zelda? No, it's, no, it's, uh, it's um... oh, why am I blanking? I, know. I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you what it was. But I played. I was not feeling very well. I was very sick. Um, I couldn't even bother to play it on big consoles, so I had handheld. And Link's Awakening. That. That's the one. Yeah, I played that. That was fun. It was really weird, Zelda. Was it? Yeah, it's different. It's really hard. You need a walkthrough. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my fault. Exactly. I spent about forty-five minutes doing the first area, and I went, "I don't know what I'm meant to be doing." No, I'm... Like, oh, you realise this is a game from like the nineties. Yeah. And there's like games were hard back then, and if you didn't know what you do, that's how they made the money on you because it's yeah. It made you run around the map for four hours until you 
stumble across something and go, oh, right, okay, you do that. Or oh, phone the hotline. I remember phone, hotlines. Yeah. Phone the hotline, yeah. But yeah, yeah, if you play this with a walkthrough, it is the delightful game you've got. Yeah, I, I want to do that because I had to immediately like, I don't know what, what you want from me, game. I've run through this cave 40 times. Oh, you're going to talk to the owl. Oh, yeah. Stupid me, of course, talk oh, to the I owl. Oh, I did that. Turn the, yeah. turn the guy into a pig. I was like, oh, of course, yes. Why would That's... I not think of turning yeah. this guy into a pig with the wand? Silly me. <laughs> but yeah, I was playing that. That that was funny. It's very colourful. Um, you have dungeons. You can also make your own dungeons. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but apparently that's a big thing, a big selling point of this game. Couldn't tell you if it was any good because I didn't play it. But yeah, I was very sick, so I was playing that, and then I played some um, some um, Stardew Valley because I was sick. You bought Stardew Valley again, didn't you? Did I? Yeah, you paid money, even though I own it on the Switch and on the PC. Oh, you bought it for you me. Went I and bought it. Yeah, because I couldn't, I couldn't do so. I couldn't use my card or something. But yeah, so I have that on now the Switch and the PlayStation. But um, there we go. Yeah, I've, I've played my Switch. I played my Switch more than Kevin plays the Switch. So I should get another. Clearly, because. Kev's had no battery in it when we went to it on Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I took mine down. Because it has no battery life. I need, I need uh, a new no, one. No, because, oh, because we brought mine down and mine had battery in it because I charged it uh, two days prior. I've been prior. using mine for 20 minutes earlier in the you day. Never, That's why you dead. don't even open that. Like, you've got every <laughs> Switch game and I bet most of them you haven't played. Not true. The Witcher. Um, we'll, we'll wrap things up there, though. Mm. Uh, mm. because we are over an hour and a half in. This is a bumper-length episode. Um, remember, you're not getting one next week, probably. I mean, you never know. We might be at a loose end on Saturday night and record your podcast down in London, but we won't promise it this time, especially because I've been sent a nice new board game to play, which looks like it's oh, going to be yes. a lot of fun. So um, we probably won't be doing a podcast next week. We'll be back in two weeks' time, complete with a returning sheepdog who will no doubt want to defend himself against not only what he's done this last week, but whatever he does next weekend as well. Um, if you want to be fully up to date with the shenanigans, make sure you check in on the vlogs from the event, which will be coming out next week. And, of course, follow us all on social media. You can follow the podcast at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. Oh, God, is Anna. it me? <laughs> I'm at Miss Lelujo. <laughs> and I'm at Fab1986. And we will see you in two weeks, boys and girls. Cool. Cheerio. So you not look so <laughs> dog then goes, have a good week, yeah. and you not do your things. You two are lost without him, really my am. word. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. You know. You're welcome. <laughs>